Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We've got a spicy episode for you today. Me and Nate are going to sit down. We're going to talk about tribalism in the church, and then we're going to talk about some hate mail that's been going on in our lives a little bit. So strap up. Enjoy episode number 55, Pilgrim's Prodigals Podcast. everybody welcome back to the podcast uh today we've got a very interesting episode i've got nate in the studio for the first time in like a month what's up nate more like two days or something two three days i said in the studio oh well that's not even true either it's been like skype in the studio it's been like two weeks oh it has been we've just been pumping out dude we've been grinding we've been we've been uh we've been knocking them out like a We've been bumping and grinding. We've been out episodes. Yeah. yeah, we're not even getting paid for it. Come on, guys, we do this for they you. Aren't supposed to know that, Keith. Oh yeah. Go sign up for our Patreon. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyways, what are, we, what are we what are we getting into today, Keith? Oh man, we're getting into My all man. kinds of stuff. So we have had an interesting day. We weren't even going to record an episode today, but. I thought, why the hell not? We've had a lot of stuff going on this week. Um, a topic that I really wanted to hit, we'll just go ahead and jump into it and see where the conversation goes. But a topic that I've been really thinking about this week, uh, especially today, uh, with everything that's been going on, um, with, you know, everything I'm talking about. But tribalism in the church is really what I want, to, at least for the first half of the podcast, to really get the premise of this going here. Because I really think it is a dangerous thing. And just like every episode, we're going to mention something that sucks about the church, but guess what? We're going to address it. We're going to evaluate it. You know, what kind of dressing we're going to put on it? Maybe ranch? Maybe Italian? We're going to dress... Preferably something low-fat. Oh, so like a vinaigrette. It's nothing but oil and vinegar. So not exactly <laughs> low-fat. But uh, what is low-fat dressing? Uh, beats me, dude. Well, we're going to find that, and we're going to put that all over tribalism in the church. Yeah. No, that that's a joke anyway. I'm all about high-fat dressing, dude. <laughs> Give me, like, the most fattening dressing you can. They usually taste better. And they have better quality fats. Don't give me that polyunsaturated bull crap. Yeah. Polyunsaturated. I want the most that. saturated fat that you have. Yeah, you actually do. Just cut or, it or off. Or some mono. You want some monounsaturated. Those are good. Mono. Yeah. Some mononucleosis. Yep. Anyway, guys. Now that we lost out. So we are going to, and I premise this because we're going to get into it later. We're going to address a problem with the church. But guess what else we're going to do? We're going to talk about it, we're going to dissect it, and we're going to come up with conclusions about maybe how it could be better, what we could do to fix said problem in the church. You know, we're not—our uh, main goal in this podcast is not just to sit around and talk shit about the church all the time. I know maybe sometimes it may seem like that, um, d- depending on your background with church and religion, you might see that. It's an understandable assumption coming at it through the wrong filter to assume that that's all we're doing. Yeah. But it's a lot more than that. 
and when it when it's done, it's not to bash something. It's not to beat a dead horse. No, not at all. You know, that term is saying like, okay, they get it, you know, they're sorry. But the problem is the, ch- the church at large is not a dead horse, so to speak. They keep on doing the same stuff, being the same way. You know, they don't take criticism well from the secular world most of the time. So exactly, I don't feel bad calling it calling them out on things. And I don't feel you know? bad when it's not accepted because I expect that to happen. I well, expect you, whenever you can I say that from anyone, unfortunately, yeah. that disagrees with you in today's climate. You know what I mean? Like, I told you you were in a spot. Today's social climate is so, you know, hostile when it comes to agreeing or disagreeing. Yeah. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't mean. Doesn't matter even if you're friends. Most of the time, friends get into it over stupid stuff because we just grow up in this culture. That's exceedingly more and more and more polarized. And it doesn't even have to be a religiously charged topic. It could be political. It could be, dude, I've seen people fight over food. I know, that's that's what I'm saying. What food looks good or not. Literally over what's healthy and what's unhealthy. Yeah. Like. I mean, people will literally, the thing is, if you live your whole life trying to avoid it's funny i'm saying this because we were just talking about it but if you live your whole life trying to avoid confrontation you're never going to do anything you're going to quit social media you are not going to be religious at all you're not going to be political at all you're literally going to be the most vanilla person that's ever existed because you want to avoid the conflict my thing is and ultimately you're not going to have any friends no because nobody's going to be well you're going to be fake no, nobody's going to know who you are or what you believe in yeah. So so they're so you're not going to be relative to anybody. Like Yeah. I don't you know not it's not an intentional thing, but I don't think anybody just gets like best friends with people that hold to no opinions. No. I mean our friendship has grown a lot in the last year and that's because because of like-mindedness. Yeah, we align yeah. a lot better now nowadays. I mean, we did before. I mean, we were in a band together and everything and Yeah. It was good. We've and, always been kind of on the same page. We've always been good friends, but it just became extra good friendship when Ooh, baby. more stuff started to hit the fan yeah so, so. today we're going to get into um this idea of tribalism so the i guess if you're looking at like a church definition of like what tribalism is um stop it or you could call it denominationalism you know? tribalism denominationalism it sounds about it means about what it sounds like is what i was trying to say um, pretty much it, you have your denominations that break up. They believe these specific things. So they bunch together here. You've got your Baptist. They're all over here believing the Baptist, uh, regimen. Um, you've got, I mean, what are other denominations? The list goes on. Yeah. Evangelical, Pentecostal, Baptist, Nazarene, Church of God, Assembly of God, blah, 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 blah. I mean, they're everywhere. Catholic. Mormon, <laughs> like, yeah, and you even have it like. I mean, we saw it in our small church too. I mean, different. Yeah, even non-denominational churches. Yeah, get ugly with that. They do with tribalism. Yeah, they, I, I think non-denominational non-denominational churches probably get it worse because they're kind of their own separate entity, so they feel like they have to fight even harder to stay relevant, to, to stay legitimate. Yeah, and recognized. <laughs> 
So they're not yeah. only fighting the big denominations, but they're fighting uh, Bob, what's his they're face, fighting, his church down the they're, road they're as fighting, well. They're fighting people that just jump in and want to start attending the church because they have a different belief, but these people don't know what the church believes upon entering until they hear a few sermons because there's no denomination attached to their name. So how are they supposed to know a general belief and doctrine if there's no denomination <laughs> unless they get to know people inside the church? Yeah. So anyway. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of the uh, premise of what I'm talking about when I talk about the tribalism. I mean, essentially it's people with like-mindedness sticking together with people who are also like-minded do what they think. And it's just a very deadly thing. It's a very, um, I don't know, it's a very destructive thing, in my opinion. Um, because, first of all, you are shutting out entire groups of people. I mean, especially like Rich uh, posted on Ben's thing today, and he said that the biggest problem is that instead of the church being a body of Christ, what it's become is a bunch of um, small body parts that are trying to Frankenstein their way together, um, yeah. that don't, that don't fit together. They all have their own separate beliefs. They all want to be something different. They all want to be their own body, essentially, is what I got out of that. But what we need to be, and what the church should be, denominationally, non-denominationally, Joe Schmo Christian to whatever, like, if you are a Christian, you should be accepting that other people are going to have different beliefs than you. And I do accept that. And I know there are people who think that I don't. And I think that's just bullshit to make that assumption of me, regardless of who you are, whether you've said it to me directly or indirectly. I, it's just wrong to make that assumption about anybody to say that they're unwilling to see another side or, you know, they're just trying to start drama or they're not willing to agree with someone who's different. It's like the the whole point of this podcast, you know, getting on the tribalism thing, the whole point of this podcast to me is branching out, not just being the small tribal thing of like, hey, we're the Christians and this is what we believe, you know, branching out even from Christianity and saying like, oh, hey, Buddhist guy, you want to talk about what you believe? Hey, you know, we had a freaking Wiccan guy on the podcast a few weeks ago. And it was great hearing, even if I don't agree with him, I thought a lot of what he said made no sense, to be honest. But it was cool hearing what another person had to say about their religion. And the thing is, we need to be open to talking to people. And that's the only way we're ever going to interact with this world. And ultimately, if like that's your whole spiel, like you're evangelical, you know, change the world, go make disciples of all the nations, if that's what you're into the only way you're going to do that is if you're interacting with all the nations if you're just yelling at people that they need to think your way and just insulting them if if they don't then you you are literally not doing anything but causing more of a divide yeah so that was the long intro to a podcast that's going to be basically us taking obviously we're not going to throw any specific instances out there or names or anything like that. But over the months, well, longer than that now, however long we've been doing this, um, we have, over the period of time that we've been doing this podcast, have gotten a lot of good feedback and a lot of bad feedback at the same time. Yeah. And there's been a lot of criticism come through in regards to what our intentions with this podcast are and 
the heart behind it, the reasonings for it, and why we say the things we say. And I think we do a pretty good job of explaining the reasons why we feel certain ways, but maybe that's not as obvious for some people. And so we just want to kind of take some of the common themes that have come toward us and address it in hopes to hopefully uh, diminish a little bit of the misunderstandings of what the intent of this podcast is. Yeah, I think the goal of this episode is just to kind of alleviate that tension. I mean, there's a lot... There's been a lot of feedback, like Nate said, good and bad. There's been far more good feedback than there has been. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've had But the bad that we've gotten has been very like rifle approach like oh it's been super this this is an issue with you kind of stuff not even the podcast just you yourself yeah yeah, very personal this is why you suck as a christian and as a human being oh thank you thank you right right and just kind (laughs) of trying to dispel if if any of these same thoughts are running through other people's heads that are a little more open-minded to be able to hear this conversation and and or, or this discussion or whatever and consider it you know first off thank you for being open-minded and willing to to hear us give us a second chance to better dispel the myths, so to speak, of why we're saying the stuff we're saying, if it isn't the, already obvious enough. And the reason that we act the way we do, we talk the way we do, I don't want to speak in the whole Christianese, like, you know, Sunday churchgoer mentality, because honestly, like, I don't care to be like that. And the thing is, this, what we're doing right here, we're able to talk to people who are outside of the bounds of that, which is what the church should be doing. The church shouldn't be this preppy dress up in your, you know, we were kind of making jokes about it last week, but dressing up in your skinny jeans and button downs and your leather, leather shoes. shoes. Yeah. Like that, that shouldn't be the church. If you're just Not doing that any it, of that's wrong, of course. It's just when that becomes the stereotype that you have to live out in order to reach a certain, that you, that you feel you need in order to reach a certain people. That's really not what matters. Like, um, at the end of the day, the cult, the the church is oftentimes culture locking themselves into that which they create. The church makes its own clique and its own niche, and they set such rigid boundaries on themselves that they can't be appealing outside their own walls. Yeah. So, and then they get stuck off, in that because that's just what they have to be. First off, I want to say thank you to everyone that was involved in our Ben's thread that he just put up as far as the poll uh, in response to our last episode. That was really cool to see how many of you agreed and, and disagreed with us in regards to, you know, where the church is missing the mark and where it can do better. Yeah. I was actually really interested to see how large of a percentage of people thought that it was the biggest thing the church was doing wrong was a cultural disconnect. I know because that was not our main talking. That wasn't point. what I was thinking at all. I mean, obviously, I agree with that point being a, a critical issue, but I wouldn't have said it personally. I wouldn't have said it was the the, the main one. And I think yeah. it's more of what we're addressing today. Yeah, especially these first what fifteen minutes. That's yeah. what we've been talking well, about. Well, honestly, for anybody that says that, regardless if you believe everything we're saying or not, like for anybody that says that, a lot of what we're talking about like is in direct response to that point being proven through the way that we've been oh it was res- proven today responded to not exactly i'm not even just saying in that thread 
in general, like, uh, we've had, like I said, a lot of good, but a lot of bad personal, you know, private messages and comments, um, which which is welcome, by the way. Like, you know, we, we can say what you we want. We encourage to, honest conversation. We encourage respectful conversation first. But, you know, we may not be very close at the end of the conversation, but, yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to I'm willing to talk to anybody. Yeah. Like we again, what what is our what is our goal with this podcast? What's it what has it always been to give a voice to people in general to have discussions about, you know, spiritual things and where we're at in our path and our walk. So I encourage people that think differently than me to speak out. Yeah, please do. Please do it respectfully, though, if you're going to do it. But at the end of the day, we can't control people. They will be how they are. But people's responses that we've seen over time have kind of proven that point. You know, churchgoers' responses to this podcast have kind of proven that point that they are disconnected with those outside their own walls. Yeah. They can't effectively communicate with people that don't agree with them. They get easily defensive and easily triggered. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, I've got time and time again, I've gotten messages from uh, people that I've actually had to block on Facebook because the persistence on the negative messages has been so, so bad that it was just putting it was depressing me, like just getting those messages all the time. So I've actually I have people that I've had to block on Facebook because Every time a podcast went up, all they wanted to do was put negative stuff on. And they genuinely think they're right. And some of them have been good-hearted people. But the majority of people, they don't care. They just, they know that what you're preaching, per se, is different than the norm of what they're used to. And it scares them. And they're it not okay with it. It their world. And they're like, what the heck? I don't like that. That's <laughs> not what I believe. Yeah, that's not what I believe. I need to shut yeah. you down so you don't lead others astray. You know, and that's what it turns into. I mean, but I would have to say that the good is far outweighed the bad. I mean, Definitely. we've had we've had people message us who everything from uh, people who went to the church that we were a part of that didn't know all the stuff that was going on to people who I mean, I've I've had people message me recently. They're talking about how um, they're not they're not sure if they believe and, you know, they're trying to figure things out and listening to the podcast has been good for them because they're able to hear another side of the story. I think it's not a bad thing to hear another side of the story. Look, so me yeah. and Nate personally... Or to promote the idea of something contradictory to exactly. the norm. So, yeah. so Ben is definitely more... He was, he defi ben is 100% a Christian, 100% churchgoer. Um, in my own words... Uh, what I say, super churchy guy, super like church, <laughs> super churchy guy, and hey my guy. super churchy guy. <laughs> What's up, super churchy guy? Hey, guy? My personal definition of Ben, right there. Uh, but you know, I put me and me and Nate at a spot where we're trying to figure it out. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely not super churchy guy. No, nothing against super churchy guy. I'm just oh. not that. <laughs> so I think it's good to hear. That's what I love about the podcast is you're able to hear almost three separate sides of the coin you know you got ben who's super churchy you got me you know i still you know i i would still claim to be a christian but i'm trying to figure it out and then nate you know i don't know what's going on with him I well think i mean let's put it i think this he's way. still a christian i wouldn't claim it at this point i mean 
honest. I just got to be honest. You know what? Again, what what can a man do if he's yeah. got a good heart, other than just be honest about where he's at and yeah, pursue? Well, I wasn't going to say it. I didn't want to put words in your mouth. But. I appreciate it. But yeah, I mean, if anybody asks, like you don't have to feel uh, like you're putting words in my mouth to say that I'm not a Christian. I mean, I'm not a Christian. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am. So essentially, you're you're getting. I'm a, I'm a theist. You know, I I believe in a God. I believe in a Creator. Uh, probably monotheistic, as I've said before. I don't really necessarily buy into multiple gods, but I'm not outside of the realm of potentially believing that either. I mean, I just, I I see the evidence of supernatural things and intelligent design, but beyond that, that's largely about it when it comes to my... Uh, and what would you say to somebody who said that that bringing that kind of mindset and voice to somebody would be like destructive because i know people who would okay, say that yeah yeah i've no i've i've heard the say i've heard from people i dearly love uh that have very sternly um begged me to cons- to reconsider mm-hmm. the, the 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 public conversations i have in regards that i would not lead somebody astray yeah. based on my own doubts and um frankly um I think that's a wrong. I mean, I don't want to say anyone's necessarily wrong, but at the like, w- what my opinion is, and from my perspective and my view, that's a wrong way to look at it. Because I mean, if something's wrong, it's wrong. I mean, you can you can say that. Well, I just I don't. I mean, fair enough. I just at the someone end of, telling you you can't have a point of view. Well, no, and obviously tell no, people no, is nobody's, wrong. Nobody's. I wouldn't say that it's wrong for a me. Christian to get on TV and evangelize. You do whatever the hell you want. Well, exactly. I mean, I don't... Yeah. I mean, I... I've, I've even lost my train of thought now, but it's cool. Oh, sorry. I kind of took you away there. No, you're fine. I got lost in my own thoughts, but... um, Yeah, I've, I've had people tell me, like, you should reconsider doing the podcast and saying the stuff you're saying, or, you know, you should um, get back in church so you can get some, you know, guidance and things like that um, so that you're not being a stumbling block to other people. And at the end of the day, if you're looking at anyone's words and their honest beliefs of where they're at, um, not even, and and I'm not somebody that claims to have it all together, have all the answers. That's the thing. If I was saying this is the truth, if you don't believe what I believe, then you're wrong. Then I would say, yeah, that, that is wisdom. Nobody should be saying that in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but the fact that I'm just like, this is this is where I'm at. I'm probably not going to be here forever. But if I am, there's probably a good reason for it. Um, take it or leave it. It's just the honest answer yeah. to the question of where And there's I? nothing wrong with you being honest about that. And I think that's what attracts so many people to the podcast. And I hope it grows. I hope more people... I'm not afraid of having a following. I'm not afraid of people listening to what we have to say i don't feel like i'm putting a millstone around anyone's neck i don't feel like i'm leading people astray because we're just being real and i think i was talking to you beforehand um before we started recording and it's like what what would you rather have okay and for anyone listening right now this is i'm asking you personally would you rather have a church full of people who don't believe who don't know what they believe have all these doubts about their faith but don't hide it because they want to appear strong or would you rather have a group of people who are okay 
with the fact that they don't get it, with the fact that they're having a tough time grasping things. And there are some people who are going to get it. There are some people that are, aren't going to for whatever reason. I mean, it's just what it is. Not everyone in the whole world is going to believe. And that I think, I think that's just fact. I mean, it's hard to, you don't want to come to that assumption in like the Western culture that we live in where everything is Christian, but it's like, if you travel anywhere else in the world, hardly any, but like, especially when you go to like, if you go to like a Muslim majority country or an Indian majority country, you'll hardly find a Christian. So, I mean, with this false pretense that everyone has to be a Christian, it's just unachievable, firstly. And the thing is, if someone isn't a Christian, so be it. Like, why are they are not any less of a person, um, not any less of a human being because of that? So, I mean, I mean, not that anyone's saying that, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's in a lot of people's heads. You know, that's that's the ideal world is you know everybody's saved, and mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get it from a from a biblical standpoint. It says you know, God desires no man to perish. You know. So Dude, I, I so love. I, I understand that, and, and I respect that heart. That if you believe in eternal damnation, of course, if you love people, you don't want anyone to suffer that fate. But then you have to ask yourself, you know, <laughs> if you have a problem with that fate, do you have a problem with your God that condemns people to that fate? Yeah. So, you know, the at the end of the day. I don't think on average Christians are asking themselves the hard questions that every person should be asking themselves that ultimately forms the ethical basis for why they believe what they believe. And I'm not saying that we should all go out and believe things just because it seems right, just because it feels right, just because we want it to be that way. But at the end of the day, even if something is true, are you going to submit your life to something if it goes completely against your moral code. Yeah. Um, you can chime in on that, Keith, if you want. I mean, I don't really have any points on that. We can hit our next gotcha. talking point. But uh, yeah, I Kinda mean, said all I, I've, about that. I mean, I had to, yeah, to, to, to further break that down, like I am only largely certain that there is a God and a designer of this universe. Um, I don't claim absolute certainty in that because I don't feel like that's my place as a human. And you're not any less of a person for having that mindset. And you're not a horrible person for saying that. And for someone else to be like, hmm, I might be there too. Because if you're there, just admit it. And that's why I come back to the point. I don't think it's bad for somebody to be in this place. See, that's that's the thing. It's not. We put a bad stigma on it because of tribalism. If you are a Christian and you are certain in your own mind that what you believe is true, then the idea of anyone believing anything alternate to that is that that person is incorrect and they will suffer the consequences. And it is bad for them to be in that place of thought. And they need to get out of that place of thought as soon as possible or their eternity could suck. You know, that is what goes through the mind of a Christian. It leaves out the sensitivities for the current, 
That's, that's the problem. The sensitivities of a Christian are so eternally focused that they leave out sensitivities to the current and the present day. And we are, we allow ourselves to be assholes to people for, and, and put that pretense of, well, I'm doing it for a good cause. I'm, I may be an asshole today, but that person's going to be in heaven for eternity because of it. But we push people away with that as well. Yeah. So next point. So to finish my personal thoughts on the whole tribalism, denominationalism thing, what I have seen, what I have witnessed in my own life, let alone the lives of so many people I still know and love, as well as people that I'm not with, you know, in, in contact with anymore, but I've seen them throughout my life, known them throughout my life. Excuse me. I'm like drinking and burping a lot. <laughs> so It happens. It's just yeast. Yeah. So uh, I got that yeast infection in my you... stomach. <laughs> you guys have to put up with our yeast infections tonight. Yes. Sorry about that. You're good. So yeah, basically what I have seen, and this is... I don't know if the correct term is biased or unbiased. I guess technically biased, but at the same time, it's like I've literally been this person. So, you know, I feel like I can speak on it. Is that when tribalism in the church gets to a point where it causes you to disassociate with or judge people of another denomination, there's obvious problems there if you're trying to unite yourself as the body of Christ. So first and foremost, that's the plague of tribalism in my mind, is it separates you from having the healthy relationships and unification that you would have with the rest of the so-called body mm -hmm. of Christ. But even bigger implications than just you and other Christians is how the habits formed in that toxic environment translate to the secular world that isn't saved according to your religion. And, you know, Jesus himself said, I have not come to the healthy, but for the sick. So if you're having unhealthy relationships with the healthy, so to speak, and you take that unhealthiness to somebody that's sick, it's just going to make them even more you're sick. You're festering a wound. Yeah. You know, somebody that is sick and they know they're sick, are going to see another sick person, even if it's another illness, and they're going to be like, I definitely don't want that. I already got enough problems. Yeah. And when the Western world in particular, well, I can't even say that. The entire world, honestly. Like, any 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 educated nation that has had experience with Christians, it, I'm, this is not the only way they see us, but they're going to look at Christians, and they're going to be like, these are people that can't stop sticking their nose into our problems trying to heal us, even though they're fucked up too. And they can't stop fighting each other. You see it played out day in and day out. I mean, I've been on Facebook a lot recently, so I've been seeing a lot of posts, a lot of uh, comment threads and stuff like that. You see it on Twitter. You see it on Facebook. On social media, Christians can't get enough of each other, and not in a good way. All they want to do, all, all they want to do is rip each other apart. I mean, that's a blanket statement, but at the same time, there's a lot of truth to it. Yeah, obviously, like, I don't mean every single Christian that exists today is, like, The just only reason I correct it. you is because somebody will tear you a new one for making a blanket yeah, statement. Yeah, someone will hear Th that, This yeah. is the whole point of what we're talking about, is that <laughs> people are taking our words and twisting it into meaning something that they want it to mean. Yeah. 
because they want a reason to disagree with us more than they already do. Okay, so let me re-clarify that. Yeah. What I mean is that there are a lot of Christians out there. <laughs> you can look on any Facebook post. You can look on any Twitter and any tweet, whatever social media you want to get on, and you will see a, a large amount of Christians arguing over theology, over whether this was right or wrong to post, other who over who's to blame. It, the list goes on and on. You could come up with any misunderstanding that that christians could have but the problem is we can't fucking get along how are we supposed to change this world how are we supposed to do anything how are we supposed to influence a culture when we can't get along with each other all we do is all we do is fight and i i that is a blanket statement but i don't care it it, from all of christianity that i have seen yes it's had its good moments i've had my good times where i felt peace and enlightenment and yada 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 but the majority of my christian walk man has been fighting other christians over what's right or wrong and that's the part of me that wants to say fuck it and walk away from it all because i don't want to sit it. here I'm walking away from it and grabbing a beer hey, yeah make that too <laughs> that's the part that does make me want to walk away and i will rant for a second while he's getting a beer anyways hey anyone who's listening right now i'm glad that you're listening um, sorry about all the people yelling in the background. My wife and her friend are over and well, my wife is usually always here and Nate's here, but I just want you to say whether you agree with what I'm saying right now or not, I freaking love you. And if you're listening to what I'm saying right now, I hope that I'm not turning you away from the podcast and I hope I'm not turning you away from open-mindedness because that's what we're all about. Like I've told anybody and I will tell everyone else, I'm not afraid to be proven wrong. I am not afraid for someone to change my mind and show me that what I believe is complete and utter garbage, and I will turn around, and I will believe whatever makes more sense in that moment. So the whole theory is open-mindedness. The whole goal of this podcast is open-mindedness. And speaking of opening... Damn. Mine's already popped open, so... Speaking of open... Can't add my two cents... Open, open, can candidness. Open candidness. Let's keep it candid. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, I was just ranting while you're gone, but I'm sure you're making very legit points. I was just thanking everyone for listening, man. There you go. There you go. I'm so, surprised that we have listeners. Dude, this this podcast has undergone like watching this thing grow has been so amazing. From what we started it out to be and to where it is now. I'm just really proud, man, and yeah. I'm really glad that we're growing just a community of people who just are invested in this type of thing and just want to Yeah. Here, here's the thing, like, on, on that note, obviously, this episode is largely a rant. I mean, it's just, it's just how it's going to be. It hasn't gotten started yet. Frankly... Anybody that's really into our podcast is probably going to appreciate this rant, I would imagine, mm-hmm. unless they're just listening to it to have ammo against us. And if you don't like you our know. podcast, then yeah, you're you got plenty of ammo after this episode. Yeah, sure, but like, I don't mind losing a few followers over a rant episode, dispelling the myths of their misunderstandings of what this thing is. Mm-hmm. 
for the sake of solidifying the approval of those who feel like they can really get behind what we're doing here. Very eloquent. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree. Um, and that, and, and for anybody that wants to quit listening or whatever, that, Hey, the options, there. the options are always been Close there. Close this app out right now and never listen to us again. The options always been there, but you're welcome to continue listening. Even if you disagree. And that is, I think the difference between us and a lot of the people we're talking about. Yeah. You know, is, is that willingness to have a conversation and disagree even if it's a heated disagreement and after it's all said and done we can be super tight look and that's the thing keith and i i'm not going to go into the reasons why but keith and i got in a tussle the other day around a campfire we did we almost fought we literally he literally i said i was about to punch him and we almost fought yeah but we're sitting here like and best I was, friends and I was, recording and I was a podcast. Drunk, and I was drunk enough, I would have gone with it, too. <laughs> I I've always too. wanted to be in a fight. I've never been in a fight, so I would have thrown down. <laughs> You're I was a little a, bit on the inside, was, you were like, huh? I actually right was. Now? I was slightly aroused, actually. So <laughs> my my phallic region had a little twitch, and then I realized that's not okay in my mind to have a twitch over a man. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, all right, I can't handle that. So, Keith, listen, bud, you misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm drunk enough right now. I'm not sure I even fully understand what I'm saying, and I definitely said it the wrong way. So let well, me clarify. I thank your boner that we didn't get into a fight. Yeah, dude, exactly. Your boner and, and, and just it. And just to specify, I'm not gay. I, I almost got a boner over the thought of <laughs> fulfilling something on my bucket list. Yeah. Not over Keith's attractive beard. I mean, I think it's easy to get a boner when you get excited. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So, um, so we're gonna go over so some I'm, I'm negative. Basically, basically, I'm just saying is like, I, I've gotten yeah. into it with Keith. You know what I mean? Keith and I oh, have. Yeah, Keith, Keith and I have certainly disagreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith and Ben on the podcast. Multiple episodes. Multiple episodes have. We've gotten into it to the point where we're almost arguing with each other. Virtually argued. Very much debated. Well, we. We we probably have gone to a few arguments. Yeah, at the very least. Heated but let debates. me tell you, I heated love Ben like Ben like. My God, yep. I love Ben like a brother, and yep. I know that I can trust him with my life. And if he saw something fallacy in me, he would call it out. Yeah, I have had heated discussions with family members over these topics, and at the end of the day, they're still my family, and I still love exactly. them exactly the same that I always would. And that's a thing because I was getting into it on a post today, and I was pretty much saying the same thing, like. someone was telling me like oh you just get mad and yell and i was like everyone gets mad and yells sometimes i'm the only one who's man enough to actually do it instead of throwing at passive aggressive fucking little remarks and saying that i'm the bigger man i will get mad i will yell at you i will tell you're wrong i'll play the lower man card if that's what it's called sometimes it's better to just address the issue with a little bit of heatedness well i was telling ben i was with it Rather than letting things fester, and yeah. eventually that garbage inside of you just gets all spoiled and moldy and stuff, and it gets yeah, eventually it's going to come out. Because guess what? It will come out eventually. If you hold that stuff in long enough, it's going to come out, and it's going to be uglier later than it would have been if you had just gotten it out immediately. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's I really got my all, honesty really out. all that needs to be said there. I yeah, mean, I got my honesty out this morning, and guess what? I moved on. 
I went back to my work day. I came home, got to see my wife and my friends and my dog, and I'm sitting here podcasting, drinking a beer. My life is still okay. Yeah. Boom. <sighs> All right, we're going to go into some a new segment we like to call um, uh, Words from the Haters. <laughs> <laughs> we have not named this at all. Yeah, so we're just gonna go over some uh, so, some negative some common, feedback. Some common themes of um, critis- criticism. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say criticizment. Obviously, that's not criticizement. Right. You're Crit- trying to make it sound smarter than it actually is. All right, guys, let's talk about some crit. All right, let's talk about that crit, boy. So yes. there's been this idea thrown out there. And I guess we, we started to kind of hit on it, but we'll expound. There's this idea, common thread amongst Christians in particular, that have responded to us via post or private message or email or whatever, that we are pushing away weak Christians from the faith yeah. by what we're saying. So, like I said, I, I started to hit on that with... You know, people saying, you know, you should be careful what you're saying on on your recordings and, and so forth as to not lead people astray. So, first off, in the context and words of those people, I am astray. <laughs> yeah. How can I lead somebody <laughs> astray? Not when you are astray. Yourself. Yeah. If I am astray. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. I can't lead someone to the light if I'm not in the and light. And I just think so that's speak. such a negative connotation to put on it as well. Because I'm not certain of what I believe, because I don't know if I even believe in God, that means I'm, I, that, I, I'm, that, I, that I'm toxic to everyone else. Yeah. I am yeah. the bad person in the scenario because I. I need to am, watch everything I say and do because. Because you're honest with where you're at. Because I could affect other people negatively. Exactly. Granted, some of these people might have assumed that I'm a little better place in their eyes than I am. I don't feel like I'm in a bad place at all. I feel like I'm in the best place I've ever been. Because I'm in the most honest place I've ever been. I'm just going to say, based off the interactions I've had with most of these people, I'm just going to throw out the likelihood that they've got my best interest in mind. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Who Uh, knows? I mean, yeah. Maybe I'm gonna throw out the idea that they think I'm this awesome guy who's just trying to do everything right, because based off some of the interactions, and maybe some of them do, I don't know, but based off the interactions of some of them, um, particularly the ones that we're talking about today, which we're not gonna name names, but I know they don't think very highly of me. I know they're pretty open about that. I know they say that my, they're my friends to my face, but when they talk to me about me to other people that I know, they say otherwise. So. You know, I'm not going to sit here and beat around the bush on every topic like, oh, maybe they're just thinking this. Maybe they're just thinking that. Look, if you're the one who said something like this to me, come to me and tell me you didn't mean it like that. Bam. Problem solved. I'll stop talking about it. There you go. But this topic of, you know, you know, people of, of weak faith and uncertainty being pushed away by um, us because we're not in a good place or we're not doing the right thing. So I just want to throw it out there that I have witnessed a very large amount of people, these people of weak faith, if you will, 
um, or no faith, really, for that matter. I've witnessed more of them being pushed away by Christians' response to what we're doing than our own response. Yeah. So, in theory, if I was the only one giving any two cents about what's going on in my life, rather than others trying to describe it and explain it, maybe they would not get things mixed up. Maybe they would understand where we're coming from. Maybe they would take the heart that I have to seek truth and find your Jesus. But so often, Christians put a bad taste in their mouth because they respond a certain way out of their own defensiveness, and they take offense at things that we say that aren't even directed toward them. You know? Yeah, they'll respond. Nine out of ten things that we say, at least, are not directed toward anyone in particular. It's directed at an organization. Yeah, and most people will respond to something without even viewing the original content of it. Especially, like, oh yeah, we've put up polls and things like that, and we've put up questionnaires, and we've had negative responses to that. And, and these things are from episodes that we've done that these people haven't even listened to. Yeah, And they're responding to us like, we're low-life pieces of shit for posing these questions, but... They don't know where the questions are coming from. Yeah, the context they just, gets they just lost assume, in media. Yeah, they just assume that we mean the worst. The, and trolls, I don't... the trolls will go through and look for the easily accessible bits that they can oh, fight with. The trolls came out today. You I'll know, tell you that. And they aren't going to care enough to spend their precious time to dig into what we're actually asking, what we're actually saying. Exactly. But, um... So anyway, I just... Uh, this is this is not an attack. Anybody listening right now that might be on edge because they think I'm attacking them, please don't think that. I'm not attacking anyone. I'm just po- posing a very legitimate um, question, thought, whatever, food for thought. The way that you respond to secular media as a Christian, is it making your camp, your point mm-hmm. of view more attractive to those you're trying to reach that are sick or is it further convincing them to stay in the if you will secular camp it's a very real question that i'm sure is multifaceted but i think that every person of faith every christian in particular somebody that's evangelical with their life that's trying to help the world trying to save the world are you saving the world are you bringing it closer to you and God, or are you pushing them away because of your immaturity on social media, or because of your immaturity on X, you know, in conversations and, and stuff like that? Like whatever format you're yeah. communicating with other people, whatever you're putting out there for the public to see, people that are not mature in their faith and don't understand the way the things that that you understand, supposedly understand, yeah. and are supposedly certain of, even though you have no proof of it. When they look at you, do they see something attractive that they want to have in their life? Or do they say, that's another stinky, stupid fucking Christian that I need to stay away from because I don't want to be molested. I don't want to be hurt in my life. I don't want to be lied to the rest of my life. I don't want to waste my time. I want to have fun. All these stereotypes that Christians can't be these good things without having this really bad thing attached to it that turns people away. Yeah. You know... 
Yeah. Look at that stuff before you open your mouth. Yeah. And I understand the same goes for us if we're trying to bring people in. And I think that's why we're trying to dispel some things right well, now. Well, that's why we have we want such... people to understand our heart. Exactly. And that's why we have such a turnoff with Christians too, I feel like, because we are so open, so vulnerable. I'll call bullshit on whatever's bullshit. And that's what I was telling to a guy I was texting today. We were talking about the whole situation that happened over Facebook. And and I was like, dude, I don't even I I don't care. If I see bullshit, I'm gonna call bullshit. I'm I'm past the point in my life where I'm worried about being politically correct, especially when it comes to religion. I've seen too much people hurt by it, too much pain caused, and too much fakeness within myself. Even if I was, whatever, some of it was real at the time, you know, we can't lie to ourselves any longer. Uh, And if I see bullshit, I'm going to call it bullshit. And if you don't like me because of it, I really don't care. Like, you can prove me wrong, and then I will be like, okay, that wasn't bullshit. The, the A common misconception people have with me is that I just like to, and that's why I'm trying to be more calm on this episode, because the common misconception people have about me, <clears throat> sorry about that, had a bubble in my throat, is that I, I'm just this guy who gets on a microphone and rants, like I'm the Alex Jones of like the religious scene. <laughs> like I just want to get on here and well, rant Alex about Jones is religious, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, just, he's more political, but right. But I'm like this guy who just wants to get on here and rant and I don't like to listen and I don't like to be open-minded. I'm the most, if you get to know me other than probably Nate, I'm probably the most open-minded person I know. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I, I wouldn't say you're, much yeah you were pretty open-minded when it came to the alien but i was too i was the alien thing oh yeah dude i was talking to you like a week later i'm like i still if you were to ask me today (laughs) if i do or do not believe in aliens i I was actually just thinking about i would have i would have to say i don't know yeah i have no way of possibly being certain about how to answer that but I might lean one percent more toward alien life than than against it. I mean, it's got to be a possibility. I mean, I mean, why why wouldn't there be? Look, if God's a possibility. By the way, <laughs> you know, as, as a Christian belief, if you think that we are special, that that there isn't alien life because we're special, that that's that that's not even an answer. Just because something's special, out. there can't be something else special. That's like saying just because gold exists, there can't be silver. No, because human life is the pinnacle of all existence and we are the treasure of everything in the entire vast universe that's expanding beyond measure okay so Anyways, i so agree that's another point. topic but anyway so so i just said that topic just to just to brush over that topic summarize it the the two the two topics so far tribalism denominationalism doesn't just affect can, can we make these points we're gonna hit these at the end of the podcast again okay so Tribalism and yeah. denominationalism in the life of a Christian doesn't just affect them and other Christians and other denominations. It affects them via habit in their reactions with the secular world or their interactions with the secular world. That's point number one. Point number one. Po- point number two. Um, religious people should carefully consider their response to secular media that disagrees with their viewpoints as to not put a bad taste in unsure, uncertain people's minds 
about what they believe and their willingness to consider their viewpoint. Okay. Okay. My next point is we have had a number of comments, private messages, etc., that though we say we're trying to unite people with this podcast, that we're really just dividing them. That people see more division happening out of our podcast than, than uniting. Which so I Keith, will hit hit on that. <laughs> so first of all, let's talk about that. As as the as the foremost person of this podcast, I think Ben and I would both agree that Keith has put more into this podcast than anybody else. So Keith, from your perspective, you're the one reading most of the messages. What do you have to say to that? Well, I've interacted with a lot of people on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, emails, DMs, all kinds of shit. And people don't see a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scene, much like with everything, right? You want to you wanna judge a news article when you don't know the source. You want to judge a Facebook thread when you don't know where that came from. You want to judge how well a president is doing based on your local economy rather than... And a couple comments he makes on air. Right, rather than how the nation as, as, as a whole is doing. Exactly. You know. So that's just human inclination, right? We want to judge based off what we don't even know. You judge based on your local environment and what you can see in person rather than what the big picture really is. Which is a fair assumption. I mean, you can make it It's your, logical. Everyone's going to have their, their judgments, but to take that to the next step and turn those judgments into accusations, right, that's exactly. when the proof needs to be in the pudding. Exactly. So I'm okay with anyone having a judgment of the podcast. I'm okay if anyone... If you're going to open your mouth, know what you're talking about. Yeah. So people saying that we are not uniting, they don't know the statistics. They don't know the facts. It's utter bullshit, really. Um, since day one of the podcast, we've gotten we've gotten like Apple reviews of people talking about how this is what uh, Christianity needs, more open-mindedness, more people willing to talk about things, more vulnerability. We've had people from our old church message us and be like, hey, um, and I would think of this as a win, even though they probably wouldn't. They would say, hey, we didn't know these things existed beforehand, and we went and talked to the pastor, and now we're no longer going there. To, to, to hit on that real quick from my perspective, it is a definite win in my mind because mm -hmm. we were abused warning others of abuse potentially that is not a bad thing saved them from personal abuse in their life by getting them out of the abusive situation before it was too late only in churches that looked at as a bad thing because you're hindering the kingdom of god no i'm hindering some egotistical jackass with a on a power trip that's what i'm hindering i'm not hindering god Le and leaving, god's gonna do whatever leaving, the fuck he wants to do leaving the culprit out of the picture just look at the victim you know yeah, We're, we literally are just helping save a victim from being victimized. Yeah, and I've had any people, further, and I've had people message me. That's got to be a good thing. People message me who are still actively going to the church and been like, you know, I see what you're talking about. I'm not really like, I'm not gonna leave, but I understand what you're talking about. We've had random people message us. We've had atheists join our join our groups. We've had Wiccans on the podcast. Just, We've just had, this week, just this week, we had a comment from an atheist who joined our page who said, "Look, mm -hmm. I don't." I literally don't even believe in God at all. But I but enjoy I'm the podcast. I'm very interested in considering these possibilities. Yeah. You know, we've got Keith over here who's claiming a form of Christianity and theism, but doesn't have the answers. I'm not claiming Christianity. I'm claiming theism. 
I don't have the answers. Ben doesn't have most of the answers. He's claiming Christ. I mean, look but at the diversity. But we have an atheist. But we have an atheist who sees the open-mindedness and is mm-hmm. willing to consider because they they can see through all the stuff. Yeah. And understand what we're saying. And say, you know what? That I'm willing to spend two hours of my day listening to what they have to say. Because we put some long ass podcast out. But we do. to wrap this point up, I just think it's ignorance and bullshit for anyone to say that um, they're not seeing any uniting, uniting happening, and all they're seeing is dividing between pilgrims and prodigals. Because you, that's yeah. what we're totally against. We're the the whole thing of the podcast that I've said almost every podcast since we've been doing this, is that we are all pilgrims and prodigals on a journey together. Yeah. I may be a pilgrim. You may be a prodigal. We may both be one or whatever, any combination you can think of. But we are on this journey together, and we're trying to find truth. And if that looks like we're not creating unity, then I don't know what kind of drugs you're on. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, I mean, again, about the whole, like, you only want to comment on what you see in your local environment, in your local friend group. Gotcha. I feel like some people that we know and love that are listening to this podcast and staying up to date with us, they're doing it primarily because they're our friends, not because they're interested in the content. And... That's fine. I mean, you don't have to just love every podcast we put out. I understand that. That, That's I get that. If I wasn't a part of this, I probably wouldn't either. You know what I mean? That's fine. Mm -hmm. But if you if you are imposing in your own brain the limitations that this podcast is just Keith, Ben, Libby, and I, and whoever you know guest speakers we have talking about our experiences, how it relates to our immediate friend group, you're missing the whole point. Because we know, can use those things as segues, but there's always a deeper conversation to be had. You know, obviously, like the deepest connections we're going to have are with those that we're close to. Exactly. And we may talk about those things on the podcast. But at the end of the day, there is, you know, a fairly large group. I mean, nothing insane, but we have a fairly large group, if you will. It's like 133 right yeah. now. Which, you know, in, in social media terms is, is not much. But it's almost as much friends as I but have. When, on but my but face, if you but. consider but if you consider how many of those people we don't know personally have never met in our life, yeah. If they were all in one room, our immediate friend group doesn't matter as much as it did before. Yeah. Because we're reaching people outside of that that matter just as much as you do, that are just as valuable as you do. So don't assume that everything my goodness, I'm sorry, I got the hiccups. Don't assume that everything we're saying is directed out of our experience with our immediate friends. Because a lot of what we're saying is 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 not. And it's probably not even directed toward you. It's it's probably not even directed toward anybody in general. You know? It stop deflating your ego. It's no, it's literally that, that one was it's literally us looking at the world as a whole and drawing some assessments to try to see what micro path we're going to walk on to find another fork in the road i mean that's like that is how i'm looking at life right now is it's like here's a fork in the road which way do i go boom i'll go that way oh whoa there's another fork in the road which way do i go you know i mean every day every hour there's decisions that we make (laughs) we're off the road now like we're to the point where it's like oh there's a uh 
a deer, there's a, there's there's a, a deer path right there's here. There's a mud pit over here. Do you want to <laughs> jump over it? It's like Pitfall. You ever play that game for the Sega or no, whatever it was? Like, no. You're this like little badass Australian dude like swinging on vines across Pitfall. like alligators and crocodiles and you have to like jump over pits and like snakes and stuff no, it's, it's, dude, a cool, it's a cool it. old game you know but um so that's, that's so our that's, that's, that's our walk that. that's our walk right now we're off we're off roading it we're you pitfall know? we our jeep broke down and we're on foot buddy i didn't hey mm-hmm. i didn't learn all these survival skills for nothing you know Bam. I mean? anyway so that was that so that was that so the third how yeah, unity the, the third the third point yeah there's been a lot of criticism about you're not really unifying anybody. We beg to differ, and we encourage you to introspect a little bit. If you feel that way, is it partially because of the feelings that you're harboring toward the things we're saying, or is it really the stuff we're saying that is disunifying? It might well, just be your personal beliefs and ideas getting in the way of being open-minded. Yeah. Things might be disunified in your brain because you're super singular in your idea of truth and you can't look outside the box of your Christian world and your Christian bubble. Yeah. So that's my third point. So I want to talk about something too. Another common thing that we're getting here is uh, people's faith not actually being strengthened. Yeah. So really what you have to do, you have to define what what is your definition of someone's faith being stre- strengthened. Real, real quick. What's your definition of spirituality? Exactly. Yeah. So we have to address that. If at some you, point. if someone has a faith that's built on a rocky ass foundation that's falling apart, that needs to fall. That foundation needs to break, and their faith needs to be broken so they can figure yeah. out what they actually believe. If OSHA came into that house, they'd be like, "Let's get out right now. We're going to fine the people that built this building, and we're going to demand with legal mandate that they tear this down." And either yeah. leave it torn down or rebuild it according to code. What okay. we're doing is we're walking around with condemned stickers, and we're putting those <laughs> on people's faith. Like that shit ain't holding up. <laughs> spiritual OSHA. We are we're spiritual OSHA over here. But no, dude. I mean, it's it's like you have to define like what is that? What does that mean? People's strength is people's faith isn't being strengthened. Uh, let's find real faith. How about let's let's find that starting point. From there, we can we can figure out what it needs to be strengthened. But let's let's yeah. find faith first before we can strengthen it. That's like, if anybody's trying to put pieces together of trying to understand what Nate Betteridge believes and why he's where he's at. A big part of the reason is because I came to a personal conclusion that my definition of spiritual excuse me spirituality was far too narrow. Because when I look at what I experience in life, um, my ability to comprehend things, uh, other faiths around the world, other definitions of it, I really realized that I was putting God in a box. Mm. Yes, I said it. Me, as a believer in God, thought that my Christian experience was putting God in a box that he had no business being in unless he himself showed me that that box will, you know that he put that on him himself yeah i as a human puny little know nothing piece of shit can't be putting god in a box and expect his blessing on my life you know as a humble human being somebody that desires for god in my life 
I have to expect that at some point I have to just be humble with God and say, I honestly truly can't speak much of you because I don't know much of you. And, you know, Christians always get on about, like, don't say the Lord's name in vain. And everybody just says, oh, that's saying God damn, or that's saying, you know, oh my God, or whatever. That really and, doesn't bother and it, me And it anymore. may be, it may be that, I, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I think that what's way more offensive to the nature of God and the name of God is saying, oh God, I know you so personally, and I know exactly what you want from me, and I know this, and I know that. And, and he's like, no, you don't. You. And at the end of the day, he's like, I've barely shown myself to you. Yeah. I merely created you and put you in this bubble for whatever purpose. I still don't understand. But let's even just say that he knows us and loves us. To, to expect us to know and love him, I think is, I know that Christians are going to disagree with this, but I think it, if you just get outside of your doctrine for a second, get outside of all the sermons you ever heard and think logically, do you That's dangerous know, territory right there. It's dangerous territory, but it's where I'm at. And if anybody's ballsy enough to step out and get knee deep in the ocean with me, please do, because this is a I'll call to action. If you are a Christian and you think that you know God, turn off the bullshit and get real with yourself for a second and ask yourself how many real experiences with God you have actually had that remove all the emotionalism, remove all the stuff you've contrived, remove all the stuff anyone's ever told you. Go directly to your relationship with God, not hinged on the Bible, not hinged on sermons or anything like that. Forget all the great names of the faith, Billy Graham, um, Matty Montgomery, Ted White, forget all those guys and get real. Your spirit God's spirit. What do you know beyond all certainty? And if you get one, if you get this answer wrong, you'll burn in hell forever. Yeah, and I, I think, uh, did you have another point to make on that? All I'm saying is if you, just, just pretend for a second that if you get this wrong and you lie about something that you know about God and you don't, that he's going to send you to hell. Put yourself in that, sh- in that yeah. place. That's it's more the, of a real place that's, to be. That's the real vulnerable place I'm at. Yeah. And it's like shit, dude, if I'm wrong, I'm fucked. You know, it's 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 like it's like it's like putting yourself in somebody else's shoes from a different perspective. Like the Christian says God's sending people to hell for not knowing him. I'm saying let's just theorize for a second that God's sending you to hell for lying about knowing him when you didn't. I mean, put your put yourself in those shoes and be honest with yourself and I mean, say how much you really know God. Like if we're talking, then you're gonna then you're gonna get the idea of where <laughs> I'm at. Yeah, I mean if we're talking scripture, right? I mean Jesus said himself that many are gonna come to him saying Lord, Lord, and he's gonna throw them out and say he never knew you. And I think uh, another that's just a side point I had. Yeah. But based on what you were saying before about just being real. I think if you find yourself being real, you're going to be able to affect the world more. I mean, I was in a Discord channel playing this new game the other day, and uh, uh, these guys were talking about... It's actually a guy I'm talking about getting on the show. He has a, a Jewish podcast. Yeah, yeah, give me another round. He has this Jewish podcast that he does where uh, Jewish youth call him, and they talk about faith and Bible stories and everything from a Jewish perspective. Now, I really want to get him on the podcast. I think it's going to be a really fun one. Um, 
But, you know, the topic came about faith and I was talking about our podcast and what we do. And I was just describing, you know, how like it's not necessarily a Christian podcast, but what we do is we talk about God. We talk about the Bible. Um, we're not really like avid churchgoers or whatever, but we just like to talk about that stuff. And I was just being real. And he actually said, he was like, hey, have you heard that uh, that Hobson song, Ill Mind 7? And I'm like, yeah, we literally just did an episode about that. And he's like, yeah, that song's badass, you know? And the thing about that song is it, it relates with a lot of people because not everyone can relate with the whole... Oh, Jesus, you love me, the lover of my soul, and the Alpha and Omega, and I love you, Jesus, and kiss me and hug me. No, that's honestly when it comes down to it, half the time that's just fake bullshit. You're trying to feel loved, you're trying to feel special, and you have those moments. I'm not going to dog that. I'm not going to say that shit doesn't exist in general or in theory, because I have felt that. I've had... Um, you want to call it love encounters with God. I've had moments where I have felt the presence of God is what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that that's not everything because God is more than a feeling. He's something logical. He's something real. He's something that you have to work out as well. And you have to wrestle with these questions in your mind. And if you really feel like you have wrestled with all these questions and you know, 100% what you believe props to you. But don't use that as fucking ammo to go throwing down everyone else, is what I'm saying. Because there's tons of guys who are just trying to be real out there. There's tons of guys and girls. There's tons of people who are out there just trying to be real, trying to figure out what they believe. And there's a reason that that Hobson song relates to so many other people, even random people that will bring it up in a Discord chat. Because a lot of the questions that he wrestles with in that song... It's the same shit that people are wrestling wrestling with on a day-to-day basis. Do I believe? Do I not believe? What is this all about? I mean, he goes into so many theological questions there. And instead of just acting like you've got all your ducks in a row and you've got all your shit together and it's all about this love encounter and God's just going to show up and you'll have no more questions and you're just going to know everything, just be real with yourself. I don't know everything. I've got a lot of questions. I don't even know if I believe, but that's okay to say. And if that's where you're at right now, and I want to talk to you like the... Um, it's, it's not wrong to wrestle with God, even from a Christian perspective. No, maybe, and maybe you're a Christian right now, and you're inside of a church, and, and you're having these same thoughts, and you're having a tough time dealing with it. I'm telling you right now that it is okay to have those thoughts. And if you need somewhere to interact, somewhere to figure those things out, you are more than welcome to join us. You're more than welcome to join our Facebook community. And we're not going to sway you into being a non-believer. We're not going to fill your head with devil propaganda. I will be an open book to talk to you. Because I've been through a lot of shit. I'm as pro-Jesus as I am any other religious figure in history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, There's no question about that. Uh, to, to this day, if I had to choose one religious figure to follow, it would be Jesus. That's the scary thing about it all, is if Jesus is the most respectable, most followable religious leader I've ever found. Yeah. Uh-oh. And, and I mean, I'm saying Jesus was a great man, but that's just me taking somebody else's word for it yeah. at the end of the day. So to wrap that point up. Go for it. Spiritual growth in people. You know, if if you're not seeing spiritual growth come out of this podcast, I encourage you. Ask more questions. I encourage you 
first off, get more involved. You know, yeah. not, not not to sell our podcast. Again, we're not making anything off this right now. No, if you are in the Facebook group, get more involved. We're, yeah, we're not, we've we're got not probably, selling this thing. We've got probably maybe 20 people. Yeah, we're literally making no money off of this. This is so. us <laughs> doing this because we want to, because we care about people and we like to talk. I take about, <laughs> I would say I take about 15 to 20 hours a week out of my schedule between interacting with people on a social platforms uh putting up and editing videos podcast setting up interviews editing podcast i mean listening back on them that takes a a lot of time yeah because you got to listen back and cut out all those stupid jokes that you made because you know most of them still stay in but you know yeah (laughs) it is what it is the good ones you got to keep the funny ones exactly the ones that are not funny and that actually might offend people gotta have some comic relief in there yeah you know that's 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 the only reason we keep Ben around. No, that's a joke. <laughs> no, dude. There would be no comedic relief without Ben. It, yeah, it's. I mean, who would randomly go? <laughs> yeah, love so, you, Ben. So, so to hit on that point number four, a lot of people think no spiritual growth is happening from this. I would just encourage you um, to do either of these or both. Get more involved. Communicate with us more directly. Ask us more questions rather than assuming. Boom. And secondly, um, da, 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 da. yeah, what, what's your de- – you might need to redefine your idea of spiritualism for a second. You know, it, spiritualism isn't spir- – is that the word? Spir- no, I don't want to say spirit. Yeah, spirituality. Thank you. Spirituality is not necessarily – Someone's been out of the Christian camp for a while. yeah. yeah spirituality is not necessarily uh, i'm detoxing bro my I'm, <laughs> I'm finally starting to see the results of detox you really are um i'm not addicted to christianese anymore <laughs> um spirituality is not necessarily though it could be your personal relationship and experience with the holy spirit or the holy ghost mm. it is your introspectiveness 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 to your own spirit let's assume and and anybody on here can disagree that humans don't have spirits and we're just animals or whatever that's fine i i welcome that conversation if somebody's just a complete total uh non-spiritual uh life believing total naturalist evolutionist darwinist what be on our podcast that's cool we see the thing i think we encourage that please do there's so much i could learn about evolutionary biology you know like that's fine but to finish my point then i'll let you say like just please even if i'm not telling you christian christians i'm not telling you to throw away your faith consider the possibility that you have a slightly narrow view of what spirituality is that you could possibly experience things in your spirit that are outside of the nature of god it's, it is possible. You can't show me any shred of evidence that can prove. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe it's evidence to suggest your theory, but you cannot, at the end of the day, prove that you can't experience things just in yourself outside of God going out of his way to, to do something awesome for you. Well, that's a thing about religion, too. It. We have to come to the realization that at the end of the day, really, all these arguments come down to semantics. Like, we can't really get so caught up on one point that we're willing to, like, 
fight and offend and push people away because of like our view on this uh, semantical topic that because it can't be proved, it could go both ways. You can't prove God. You can't disprove God. Yeah. So why the fuck are you going to push everyone away in your life because of it? I mean, you have no more proof that God exists than the atheist does that he doesn't exist. Yeah. It's all semantics. We all need to get over ourselves and learn how to get along. Yep. So Okay, so to wrap that point up, because we're only technically half, excuse me, halfway through our points. We're well, if we gonna... keep counterpointing each other, we're never going to end. I know. I'm sorry, bud. I'm sorry. We're, you and I are far too vocal for our own good. Okay? <laughs> we are, dude. So, Keith, we're, we, and we we're four well... beers in. It doesn't really help. I'm three. That's cool. I'm totally not feeling anything. Uh, I'm just passionate. Yeah. So, um, these IPAs are the bomb. By the way, if anybody is listening and they like beer, Vine Street Junction IPA is fantastic. The bomb. It is fantastic. Um, So anyway, get back on point. So our fourth fourth point was spiritual growth. Stop assuming that people aren't growing spiritually because it's it's not your opinion of what spirituality is. And maybe if you're feeling really spunky, consider broadening your horizons of what spirituality is okay moving on moving on so this idea that we're pushing people away yeah people from god because of our podcast and this has been a common thing that we've got as well yeah. that because our podcast did if you're listening right now and you're a christian please stop listening because we are trying to pull you away from god <laughs> that's a lie that's a lie <laughs> keith's keith's being sarcastic okay guy okay guy little satire never hurt anybody yeah well people would disagree but I know what you mean. Yeah, so so this idea of like, look, guys, people are questioning God now because of your podcast. Okay, well, first off, this one kind of triggers me. I'm going to really try to not get too crazy here. So speaking from an honest, grounded point, uh, I would say that if you think that a podcast is swaying somebody from God, if that person even had a relationship with God, it wasn't worth crap. Yeah. If a podcast that's is like going saying to they sway watched them a YouTube away. video and now they're not a Christian, yeah, that's, you can't that's, blame that shit on a video. That's like saying somebody became vegan because of a YouTube video. Yeah. A lot of people do, but it's because they weren't grounded in their beliefs of what was right and wrong as far as edible food to begin with. Okay, you're not going to persuade yeah. somebody of something if they're solid. Okay. Um, I mean, the, just just when it comes of, down to because, it, like, yeah. When it comes down to it, don't let don't make your judgment of God based off my word. Go do exactly. your research. Go do your research. Please do. Go look up theological professors. Go look up anthropologists. Go look up uh, Charles Darwin and A. W. Tozer and see where you fall in in the middle of that. Yeah. Look at C. S. Lewis and study the myths or the realities of you know mithra you know yeah. what i mean like i mean look up anything but like at the, you know the idea that people are questioning god solely because of the podcast it is bullshit it is but at the same time why is that even a bad thing if it were to be true yeah you know what i mean Let, let's just say that somebody is in that place where they could be so easily influenced that what we say in a podcast, they just feel like they have to do whatever we're doing. 
first off, if you're that person, we love you and we respect you and we thank you for your admiration of us. Yeah, I don't want to diminish the, but anybody. The, but, but at the end of the day, for like, being an why? Influencer. Why? What have we ever done for you? You know what I mean? Like, don't don't take my place in life or Keith's place in life or Ben's place in life and inflict these wounds and these hardships on yourself. Like, if you really relate to us and you really are in a similar place and you have the same questions, then maybe we can help you get to the bottom of why you have these questions and help you figure them out. Maybe. I I hope so. That, That would be great. But really, we're just trying to vent what's on our heart and encourage open and honest thought process and relationship. Please do not go adhere to some way of thinking just because we promote it just because it's in our lives. Like we're not really promoting anything other than just honesty and openness, honesty and openness all day long pursuit of God all day long. If he's real. And I think he is. Yeah. Other than that, I think we're all in agreement that it's just like, look, be yourself and think for yourself. Don't let other people put thoughts in your head that you cling to so dearly that you can't get over it. You know, if anyone's questioning God, let them question God. God yeah. should be questioned. Well, that's a thing with churches. Like you're constantly sheltering the person with weak faith because you think you're somehow going to get them to hold on to it. They need to. <clears throat> I think like if someone, right. if someone's having an issue with weak faith, they need to figure it out. They need to figure out. If somebody's having an issue with weak faith. It's probably for damn good reason. They need to figure it out. You know, the Bible itself says, you know, if if you don't have real faith, you're not making heaven, bro. So instead of the Christian saying you have weak faith, just just have strong faith. What the heck is wrong with you? Yeah. Don't figure it out. Just believe what I have to say or else you're going to hell. Like, dude, screw you, bro. <laughs> they need to figure this out and make it real for them. They cannot make heaven off your testimony, man. Yeah. Bro, woman, whatever you are, look. Your faith is never binary. Your faith is never and well, most Christians are binary. Your faith is never <laughs> enough. Okay. Your faith is never enough for somebody else. They have to find it on their own. Yeah. According to Christianity, you can't find other than through Jesus as a man who is also God supposedly according to your book. That's the only person you can find salvation through. You can never convince somebody that your faith is a real way, they live on your faith and they make heaven. That's not how the Bible works. That's not how the gospel works. They have to have a real... It says eternal life is one thing, to know God. If somebody does not know God, they're not making heaven. And my question to all Christians is, do you understand what the Bible says when it says to know God? And are you really living it? Because when I came to the realization that... I was contriving most of everything about my relationship with God. I lost faith in the Bible because I cannot make tangible that which cannot be proven. I cannot fake shit. I am a mere human. It's impossible, man. I mean, if you've got a shit, you got a shit. You can't fake it. Yeah, dude. So to wrap that point up. Hey, do you think... Do you think God's a girl? <laughs> I don't care, dude. I really don't care. If he is, I hope he's super beautiful and not in like a weird way. But I, if do you think I, God's if, like a super hot girl? If I'm gonna make, if I'm gonna, you know, make an eternity where I spend eternity with God, and, and he's, if she's female, I'd rather her be. Super I'd rather hot. her be super beautiful. 
Yeah. Even if I never get to do anything with her other than just look at her. You yeah. know what I mean? Hey, maybe like Hozier had it right when he wrote that song. Don't even know what you're referencing, but it's okay. You can tell me later. <laughs> so basically the, the whole point I'm getting at with that, I'll wrap it up, is... Wrap it up! Pete, please stop assuming that people are falling away from God because of a podcast. Stop it! Because even... That's silly. Keith, Keith and Think I, about that's it. That's right. That's right. Really? Keith really? and I. Keith and I were just talking about this earlier. Excuse me. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. What were we talking about? For let's just assume that Keith is the the freaking baby daddy of this podcast. Okay. Oh baby. And I, I didn't I didn't come along until you know, however many twenty something podcasts. I had to in. beg you to become part of the podcast. Let's be honest. I wasn't interested at first. Now I'm all about it. I have been for 30-some episodes now. But I am not some baby of Keith's or Ben's philosophy, man. Nope. You know what I'm saying? You are a person of your own philosophy and your own religion and your own thinking. I have brought my own unique line of thought to this podcast. Have we influenced each other? Have we affected each other? Yes. It's an it's indeniable you, you, yeah, you to cannot, say. You cannot have a conversation with somebody and not influence them. It's impossible. Exactly. It's impossible. But at the, if you want us to stop the podcast, you would also want us to stop talking in general. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm going to be talking to somebody, and this is probably going to be a topic that we're going to pick up. So, do you want me to just stop talking about God and my false theology in general, and stop pulling people away in general? Do you want to take? Okay, so who who here's the trigger? Okay, so for all you Christians that are <laughs> constitutional conservatives, oh, this hits home, Keith. I'm tickled. I'm tickled, my friend. Are you triggered my or tickled? Pickle, my pickle is tickled. Okay, listen. For I'm all you so constitutional conservatives out there who are also Christians, who believe in freedom, most of you. freedom of speech, but want to tell us that we should shut up and stop leading people astray. Boom. What? what? Come on. First Amendment, bro. You Seriously, can't tell me what to do. Why should I have a legal right to communicate anything and everything. But in my spiritual life, which is even vastly more important than my political life. Yeah, I would say. Be silent and not communicate my honest feelings for the sake of offending or pushing someone away. I'm sorry, but that is illogical. Completely illogical. I will not be silent, okay? For any For Today fans out there, mm. there's some good freaking lyrics okay i still love i can still today. jam to some i can still today. jam to some for today their heart's so real bro. even if i disagree with their their doctrine i can get freaking down because i know that that dude is legit with yeah. what he's doing and he's doing it with love bro i'm telling you maddie montgomery if by some crazy chance you're listening to this podcast though i disagree with you if you are still listening an hour 26 minutes into our ranting yeah though, though i disagree with you on <laughs> some of your doctrine i would love any day to talk to you about it and I could be wrong, and at the end of the day, oh, if Maddie's I see the true heart of God through your lyrics, even if you get the gospel wrong, even if you get signs and wonders wrong, even if blah, 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 even if the Bible is not even real and God is just similar to what's in the Bible and it's just all coincidence, I don't care. You're getting a lot of it right, okay? I think if you're doing something to affect people in a positive way, you're doing something right. I mean, not that we need to just promote whatever makes people feel good, but... But, like, genuinely, like, making people's lives Love better. 
can't be mistaken. I mean, maybe it can, but you know what I'm saying. Like there are there are experiences in your life where you just you know you just know that that was genuine love. So mm-hmm. People aren't doing it to buy your affection. They're yeah. doing it because they actually care. They're doing it because they actually love you. And that's how I feel Maddie Montgomery is. So to wrap that point up. Okay, wrap it up. Um, going on to our next, we're going on to our next hate mail next after this. Yeah, I don't even know how exactly where that came from. But the whole, yeah. I think that if you're accusing the podcast of people questioning God, you should look at those people's faith to begin with because they're easily swayed and they need to be called out on it. And... We did not start this podcast to influence one another, but to share what was already in our hearts. If there's anything that seems contradictory to your faith that we say, it's because it's already in our hearts, not because the podcast has some entity of itself that says, I'm going to corrupt things. Well, the you idea... Know? Like, for we're just me, being honest. For me, the idea of this podcast, and I'll say this and then we can move on to the next point. The idea of this podcast came... Before I even left the church, when I saw all the bullshit that was going on, and me and Ben used to come over to my house, and we would have these long two- or three-hour conversations where we would just talk about how the church could be better, what we could be doing better as a church in general. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we really saw no outlet to talk about those things. Do you remember the first day that the four of us ever got together to talk about even bringing up that there was an issue? At the Court Street House. Oh, the bro meetings. The the first bro meeting. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was a... Mo- looking back on it, we had no idea what we were starting. I know. But that was a monumental moment in our that lives. That started all of this, man. Literally, we wouldn't be right here if it wasn't for... I mean, I mean it could have happened in some other way, but without us doing something like that... Sadly, would... one of us is on the other side of the camp that we have to... Well, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Address such hold things. On, hold on, But... He's where he's at. He's not right or wrong necessarily. Still sucks though, because he's a really good friend. Yeah, he can still be a good friend. I don't think so. Not for me. I don't know. Okay. Well, regardless, that doesn't matter. The point of the point is, as far as influencing the podcast, it very directly influenced it. Yeah, because that was that was like the initiator of a group of like-minded concerned individuals saying enough is enough yeah change has to happen and we have no idea what it looks like but we know deep down inside there's a lot of things wrong and we gotta either fix it or get out yeah it's definitely not what we thought definitely not what we thought we were expecting to change a church and everything but okay so our next so so that's the last point or not the last point but that's that's next hate mail right here Um, um so we don't have to dig too deep in this but there seems to be a common theme with people that talk to us on the other side of the fence, so to speak, that we are somehow inferior because we are willing to question our beliefs and they have no reason to question their beliefs. Yeah, we can hit this one real quick. Yeah. Because I don't really have a lot to put in that one. Yeah, like I said, there doesn't have to be a lot into this. I just want to hit this point hard because, or not hard, but hard and and fast, like nice, like a good, uh, you know what I mean? Good quickie, knock it out. Good quickie, knock it out, get her done. You're good for a few hours, you know what I mean? So, if you think, and again, guys, take this with a grain of salt. Some stuff just went down. We're a little passionate. 
but this is this is just our opinion. If you think that you have no reason to question your beliefs, I beg you to reconsider. For sure. I beg you to reconsider. What's the harm in it? What is the harm in it? You're only doing yourself good to say, even if you think that you have the most rock-solid, accurate faith, what would it hurt somebody that has all the facts to just say, I'm going to take an hour... And I'm not going to focus on anything other than the reason why I'm right. You know what I mean? Like, sit back and look at all the reasons why you believe what you believe, but be objective with yourself and actually test those foundations. In doing so, you're questioning your beliefs. That's not saying that you want to throw them away. That's not saying that you have to throw them away. That's not saying that you're wrong or that you're right. It's just saying that I'm going to objectively stop everything I'm doing in life for a second, consider what I'm basing my life on, and make sure that that which I'm founding it on is solid. You know? Yeah. Christians say that they believe in that and that they want to do that. But, bro, I'm telling you from personal experience, I'm not saying all Christians are this way. There may be some that are drastically different. But from my personal experience... The way that I was raised, the way that I was taught through multiple different classes and such, and that which I saw around me from other Christian leaders that were higher up than me, so to speak, what I saw was like, hey, bro, take one-to-one in Purple Book and check your foundation, and you're good to go. You know <laughs> what I mean? Book. Take Fine. the words of other people, apply them to your life, make sure that you line up, and you're good. That's not how it works, man. That's not how it works. Leave people out of it. Ah, damn, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Ugh, seriously. <laughs> like, it might it might sound narcissistic, but forget everyone else. Seriously, yeah, forget, it's a bit narcissistic. forget everyone else. Look deep within yourself. Search for God. Look at the world around you that has no biased opinion. I'm saying like the natural world. Look at what can be observed that has no spiritual bias to it. Like leave humans out of it and see what you can prove. See what you can assume to be accurate. See what's logical. I think you're going to come across some understandings of things in a deeper way than you've ever done before, especially if you're like on drugs and tripping and stuff. (laughs) You're definitely going to come across with some different stuff there, but that's a that's a whole nother, all right. Next point. That's a whole other podcast. So an, another uh, so, some more hate mail that we've gotten in the past. Um, yeah, talks about judgment specifically from our camp. Uh, not really sure what that means. Uh, if you're talking about uh, the three people who do the podcast, then I'm not sure if that classifies as a camp. If you're talking about the whole 133 people who are in our Facebook group, uh, I don't. I think all of them even are posting on a day-to-day basis and i'm not sure they're affecting any one person individually so that's out of logic uh, so really when when it comes down to it i really don't understand what our camp is and even if we did have a camp it we don't have a camp is what i'm saying we don't have a camp because that's we're, we're this whole podcast people, we're a group of people that just say hey we well, like this... what we're doing, and we want to just consider spiritual paths in life and what we believe and what we don't believe. If that's a camp, that's a weird word to use for it. 
Well, this whole podcast has been about destroying camps. I I really hate the True. fact that you have to have the religious side and the atheist side. I hate it, the fact that you have yeah. to have this denominational side. I mean, talking about camps, it goes it back, comes into, back to that tribalism thing. Camps goes straight back into tribalism. I mean, tribes camped in camps. <laughs> <laughs> and you they had their separate camps. I am against camps. So if you have if if any of you out there have that assumption that I have a camp that I'm building, I have a group that I'm building and it is against you, I'm just he- here to tell you right now that you're wrong. I'm really sorry that you feel that way. And if there's anything that I've done to make you feel that way, I don't apologize. And I mean, I you've ta- you're the one that's taken it out of context. I've done nothing to implement something like that. And I'm I'm sorry if you've came to that conclusion. But I don't have a camp. So as far as like someone feeling judgment from my camp, as far as me personally, I can speak. I can speak on my behalf. I've said I've said some offensive shit to people, and that's okay. And that's something that me and ben, me and Nate were talking about earlier about how you have to hash things out, kind of messy sometimes. And talking about how we almost fought around a campfire a couple weekends ago. That shit happens. And the thing is, like when you. You can sit here and try to act civil, or you can be Con- honest. Conflict. And, I'm sorry, Keith. Go ahead. You can sit here and try to act civil, or you can say, "Hey, I'm pissed off right now, and here's why." Talk to me. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you can have that kind of conflict, and you can have good resolution from it. It's not judgment. It's judgment. And if I'm if I'm constantly telling you that you're a piece of crap, you're a a turd in the toilet, and you don't deserve anything, and you are the worst, lowest form of human being ever on the planet. That would be judgment. Me disagreeing with you, even if it's in a semi-violent way, and not even violent or hostile, but... Um, stern. Just a stern way. Stern. Just, yeah. Or, I mean, I can be aggressive sometimes in my disagreement, but never in a way that's like I'm not... I've never incited violence. I never will. I don't see the point. Um but- I don't see the point in fighting over something, especially especially something that's supposed to bring more peace to the world. This is true. That that's so anti anticlimactic to the whole theory of religion itself. So that would kind of prove itself wrong, in my opinion. But what it comes down to is, I there is no judgment for my camp. I don't know what the hell drugs someone is on to think something like that. But there is no judgment from me. There is no judgment from my air quote camp. I, I that's just a complete myth and I don't know where that even came from. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. I don't have um, some big long conflict, emotional spiel. But. Conflict for better or worse is something that everybody has to deal with in life. It's a reality of this world. We're not trying to bring conflict into the world, but for us to ignore the conflict that already exists is cowardice. You know, for us to have viewpoints that other people are being martyred for so to speak, persecuted for, at the very least, and not stand up for it, not give a little word of support, not give our two cents. It's cowardice. We have a, we have a platform. The topic is spiritual things. We're not trying to cause conflict, but if there is a little conflict that comes from it, it's part of the human nature, and as humans, especially adults, any adults that are listening? I, 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 granted, there's probably some some youth listening, but any adults that are listening, which is probably a majority of it, like, just grow up. 
Grow up. Conflict is a part of human life. It's a part of adult life. You know, look how blessed we are in a modern era to not have to face that which our fathers faced in the same way. I mean, anthropologically, if you look at the evidence, when there was periods of human history where men were more populated, uh, people grew um, bigger beards, they were more muscular, they were more stereotypically uh, manly if you will, because they had to compete. You know what I'm saying? They had to compete with other men. Okay. There's I'm not sure where you're going with this, but you go for it. I'm just saying, like, conflict is part of human life. If, if, when you look at it spiritually or... No, I agree with you on that. that, that all, all I'm saying is I was going to go off on a deep rabbit trail there. So sorry about that. I'm but, glad I saved you from that. Thank you. Because <laughs> I would have gone down it. Long story short, and maybe, my... we'll, maybe we'll hit that on another topic. Yeah. If we're talking about science or something. Finish it. Yeah, but go my, but my, point, my point is conflict is a part of human life. Mm-hmm. It's a part of adult life. And if we get stuck in it saying, eh, you know, I'm uncomfortable. Okay, welcome to American politics. Shut up and buck up and deal with it. Well, welcome to the world, honestly, because I world. feel like we live in a culture where not even our culture America has always been behind on culture. So really, we're just now catching up to the rest of the world, right? Where everything is so PC, everything everything is so anticlimactic that you have to just fit into your categories, and you do not challenge any other line of thinking. You don't disagree, you don't offend, you don't say anything that could be brash or rude. And I say, I don't really give a shit. I'm going to say what I want to say, because I still live in a country where I have free speech. So especially when it comes to the religious topic, when it comes to this whole thing of Christianity, uh, I, like I was telling uh, uh, my friend earlier, I'm going to call bullshit when there's, where there's bullshit. And I will suffer the consequences of that because I'm an adult human and I understand um, cause and effect. I understand that if someone is mad at me because of something I said, that's probably just of them to be pissed off at me. But I feel like from there we can engage in a real conversation and try and figure something out. So when it comes down to it, like this whole religious thing, it's like, let's figure it out. And if I offend someone along the way, and this is, this is where I'm okay with ending it. I don't know if you have any other points, but we're like an hour, almost two hours into it at this point. But uh, honestly, at this point to sum up everything, if I've offended anyone, um in a genuine way i'll say like like i'm sorry you're offended but at the same time i don't really apologize for anything i've said i'll i will say that i'm i genuinely have not meant to offend that's that's what i'll say actually definitely in my own words i will say that i've not meant to offend you but if you have been offended get over it because i'm not trying to offend you let's talk about it let's figure shit out if you disagree with me, actually talk to me instead of judging me, instead of talking about me behind my back. Come talk to me. I'm a grown man. You're a grown person. If you have, if anyone has an issue with me or the podcast or anything, you can talk to me about it. I'm an open person, even if you don't think I am. And I'll reason with you. And you can prove me wrong. 
You can prove me wrong on anything. I don't. I don't care. I, I don't have this ego trick trip where I have to be right. I could give a shit less about being right. That's the thing about where yeah, I'm at we, right we've, now. We've given. We, we've already. We've already publicly displayed on every podcast that we are declaring that we aren't. I figure out things that, that I'm right. wrong at every day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we, 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 every podcast is us saying we aren't certain that we're right, and we're trying to figure out what rightness is. You know, that, that's, this is the entire podcast of this. Is the entire. Uh, topic of every podcast yeah so the, the only other point i'm gonna hit real quick is um yes you do your closing thing and then i'm gonna know how to say this there's there, there seems to be a um you do it man there seems to be a consensus that sometimes is this a deep thing people have no it doesn't okay. it can be we could definitely make it but it doesn't have to be let's make it let's make it surface we're, we're making it surface so right. there seems to be a consensus that Certain people have searched enough to find the proof they need for their faith, and that because we haven't come to that conclusion, somehow we're wrong or incorrect. All I'm going to say about that is if you really feel that you're at a place in life where you have searched and searched and searched and searched, to find some truth that you just cannot question anymore. I'm jealous beyond all get out. <laughs> For real, and dude. I wanna, and I want to know what the heck <laughs> you have. I wish I was you. <laughs> I want to know what the heck you have. I want to know where you found it. I want to eat it. I want to taste it, smell it, breathe it, touch it, look at it, hear it. All right, all right. Let's give it PG. You know what I'm saying? I want to bang that stuff. <laughs> and I want to be a part of it, bro. But the fact of the matter is, and I say fact strongly, but I really shouldn't because it's not fair. But in, in, my, in my brain, the fact of the matter is, you have an understanding of something that isn't actually as deep as you say it is. And maybe you should reconsider using your five senses to understand what it is you believe and don't settle for less you know if you have to have one partner for the rest of your life don't easily get married you know what i mean so don't easily sell out your spiritual future to something that you don't necessarily know is true that's 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 all i'm saying i am willing to accept that maybe you are truly in love with the real god of your life and that he's real and blah 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 that's a possibility but the other possibility that's just as legitimate is that you've settled for less because of laziness or because of built-up faith that you've adopted from somebody else that you haven't really made your own. So that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying your faith is illegitimate, but just reconsider questioning God, reconsider questioning your faith, be willing to be wrong, be willing to be right, and just keep seeking. Never stop questioning. Never stop questioning. Never stop, never stop. If anyone tells you that questioning is wrong, I consider you to question them. There we go. There's the podcast. Never stop having questions. Okay. (sighs) Hey, just so you guys know. We could keep going for hours, guys. We could. I'm sorry this has taken so long, but I love you if you're sticking around this long. I just want you guys to know that we love you. You're the bomb. And thanks for uh, joining us on this podcast today. Thanks for listening. 
And uh, just so you know, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on almost anywhere podcasts are located except Spotify because, like I said, on every podcast, we're not cool enough to be there yet. Uh, get a hold of us on Facebook, like we've emphasized a couple times in this episode. Join the group. If you are in the Facebook group, post something. Say hi. Literally, just H-I. Put an exclamation mark on there if you're happy. And join our group. Say hi. Get to know us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram, even though we never post anything on there. Uh, give us a review. Give us a rating on iTunes. That would be phenomenal. Get our ratings up on there and get more people listening to what we have to say, even though it's pretty much just a bunch of bullshit. Um, yeah. If, if you have any questions, email at pilgrimsandprodigals at gmail.com. And you can get a hold of us there or message on Facebook and that will go directly to me. This is Keith here talking and that will that message will go to me or Ben, um, whoever gets to it first. And we'll talk to you. We'll figure things out with you. So until next time, love you. And I hope you have an excellent day, evening, morning, wherever time of day it is for you. I hope it's great. And I hope you had a good time today. Thank you.